are. Welcome back, everyone who's listening out there. Welcome back, Ethan. Here we Thank are. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for having me today. It's a beautiful day here. It's great to have how, you here today. How are you? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got us. You got we're, us. We're, we're fucking back, guys. Another <laughs> podcast for the we Grudge Bible. All right, we're back. Episode 37. We're going to tee it up right here and knock it down. Uh, I hope everybody is having a fantastic week. Ethan, how the hell are you? Chris, I'm doing awesome. It's Thanksgiving week. It's a holiday. And it, honestly, I mean, I love Christmas. May, that's probably my fir- favorite holiday. But honestly, Thanksgiving might take the cake. I look forward to Thanksgiving a great deal. It has a lot of my favorite things. Football, food, family, the three Fs. And um, usually, you know, you're if you go to a school or you go away, it might be the first time that you're coming home uh in a long time, which is the case for me. It's been about two months since I've been back to Pennsylvania, and I am looking forward to getting on that plane in two days. So yeah, I'm 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 doing great. I'm I'm ready to rock, ready to knock this podcast out with you. How are you feeling? Week of Thanksgiving, hundred percent. I'm feeling pretty good. You know, I've been I've been really busy the last like week and a half or so, and uh, I'm at that point. So. Um, I guess first off, I understand there's a lot of listeners who who live outside of the United States, so just bear with us. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, American Thanksgiving or the Thanksgiving in the United States. I think for many others around the world, this is just another week. But for us, we're, uh, you know, just a couple more strong efforts these next couple of days, and I'll get some days off of work, days to spend time with my friends and family, reconnect with people that are coming into town that I haven't seen for a little while, and just kind of slow down a little bit, you know, around the holidays as much as you can. Um, you know, all told today, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, I was a zombie last night. I fell asleep super early, but I'm still kind of tired. Um, you know, we've been uh, we've been busy for Grunge Bible, uh, lining up interviews, interviewing people, planning for the podcast and a whole bunch of other things uh, uh, that will soon reveal themselves. And um, yeah, overall, yeah. I, I, I don't know that I have anything to complain about. I like Thanksgiving a lot. Yeah, I was going to say we caught it. we caught Chris at the right time of the year. He's he's not not hot today about something. This is so. the one window. <laughs> so before we, or after your your don't shut worry, up. guys. Don't and, worry. He's still really tired. He's just not mad about it this time. Because yeah. who has knows? I mean, we have week. a whole episode ahead of us for me to get mad about something. So so back back to what you were saying. I want to move back because you know you made a good point that this is an international podcast, and I think we should go over some of the countries that. Uh, the, some of the people out in the other countries that are listening because it's pretty astounding. I, I love looking at those numbers every time we, we get a chance that there's some people out there and, you know, Bosnia and, and Uruguay and, I mean, Japan, Nepal. I mean, there's a, there's a whole list and there's a bunch of countries that I'm not really uh, – I'm not really sure where they are. I need to go to the map sometimes for this stuff, which is amazing. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I need I need to teleport myself back in time to geography class. And it's really strange. And there's a conversation that we have all the time, you know, with the podcast. And we were just talking about it. And, you know, what? Why, why are we doing this? And do people care or whatever? But I mean, just I mean, the amount of countries that people have listened to this, this podcast in, I mean, there's got to be. You know, out of the, what, 200 and some odd sovereign nations in the world, I mean, we've probably got at least 120 of them that people have uh, listened to our show in, which is kind of astounding. Uh, So wherever you may be, uh, we want to give you a large dose of our thanks for tuning in and uh, listening to us talk. I mean, that's what this episode is about, Thanksgiving. So we're thankful for all of our listeners from all the different countries. It's 
incredible. And I believe we have some patrons that we want to thank as well, um, because this would not be possible without, uh, what do we have, about 30? A little bit over 30 across the three I think, levels? I think of, we have 31 right now as it 31. stands. 31 people so, who feel so strongly about us that they want to financially support us. And uh, that group of 31 is led by our top-level patrons. Uh, you know them well, um, but their names are our number one fan from Australia, Fuck Soup, that still rings true, by the way. Fuck it. Um, Jamie Lynn, Victor Schaefer, Shannon Gorgone, Sonny Mashburn, Marianne, Jade Mercado, Laura Nyrene, Release, Alexis Shannon, Sue, and Kayla Jean. So it's an episode of Thanksgiving. First and foremost, we are thankful to them for helping us pay for this show, helping us pay for our website hosting, paying our producer, all of the equipment that we need, and um, making this possible. And there's still time to join. If you want to be a part of that, if you want Chris to reel off some weird sentence, because that's what, how you I'll go say whatever you want. I said, fuck yeah. soup. We had the real Billy Corgan for a while. Uh, I mean, I'll say whatever you want. You know, like, I'll, I'll sell out for anything. Like, say something like the Patriot. You could be underneath the Patriots suck and he would have to say that or yeah. Tom Brady's not the goat or something. I like hate that. Eddie Vedder. I mean, whatever, whatever you want, we're, we'll, we'll mean, roll with it. Yeah. No one's going to, no one's going to put that. No down. one's going to say just, that. Yeah, maybe we, we maybe Buzz even. Osborne might if he decides to become a patron. But oh man, so awesome! Um, yeah, so I guess this podcast we're just gonna kind of bounce around, talk about stuff that we're keeping it pretty low key. We've we've done a lot of work this uh, this weekend and just kind of really this whole year for Grunge one. Bible. If you think about it, I mean we we launched the podcast. We haven't missed, uh, and this has been. You know, just in terms of, you know, research and development, logistics, time and everything. This has been a good year thus far of Grunge Bible, you know, the year 2021. And uh, for those who don't know, typically this week, um, what it would be the uh, the last full week of November, uh, Ethan and I normally take a vacation from posting on the page. Um, and uh, we, you know, we just kind of take some time to step back, refresh uh, travel a little bit, see some family and whatnot. So in the spirit of that, I, I don't know that we'll be able to, we'll be getting into any nitty gritty, um, analysis of music today, but, uh, you know, just, just kind of a nice time to, to step back and take it easy. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I think a lot of times you don't really have to have high octane conversations all the time. You can just kind of, just kind of relax a little yeah. bit. And we got a good episode coming out next week with, um, producer Eric Lederman, where we get pretty nerdy when it comes to music. I mean, we kind of went into a few rabbit holes and got down there and, uh, and it's a good one. It's, it's, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to how it all comes out. I mean, you know, we talked about some, some really cool topics within the, the within the music that we love. So, uh, you guys can look forward to that one. Yes. But today, I think, I think what everybody wants to know, Chris is, you know, Thanksgiving, obviously, like I said, football, American football is, is, not the band, but American football, <laughs> the sport is is pretty important. So let's just go ahead and get this out. Let's, Chris, who is your favorite sports team in the NFL, and how are they doing this year? I think we should just touch on our favorite teams because yeah, we got we got to because we talk about, about this a lot. Because we, we uh, the last few years, Ethan, you and I have had quite the rivalry around this, and that's because I am a diehard New England Patriots fan, and you are a diehard Kansas City Chiefs fan. So a little bit of background on the Patriots: uh, they have been undisputed the best. <laughs> professional football team for the last 22 years um they've won six super bowl championships in that time frame but recently uh they fell on hard times last year tom brady left for tampa bay but they're back as of the recording of this show the patriots are in first place in their division 
which hasn't happened for about a year and a half, which hey, is a long well time. As well as the for Kansas me. City Chiefs. Yeah. They are also they have they have they we fell on hard times this year, but we're back at the uh, the front of our division. And I know what you guys are probably saying, of course, these guys just bandwagon have been fans, but obviously Chris is from the New England area, so he is totally uh, ratified in, in his beliefs. And when I was younger, I, I chose allegiance for the Chiefs um, back back when they had Dante Hall and a few who... who Priest who Holmes. The, Priest Holmes, Trent Green. But Dante Hall was the guy, I had a jersey when I was young because he had a bunch of uh, kick returns and punt returns. So oh, yeah. I always say that I, when I was young, that's all I wanted to do when I was playing Madden. That's all I wanted to do when I was playing backyard football. So I really looked up to him. So I've been there since we were bad, but the last two years we have been, uh, you know, seeing yeah, we, some beautiful football. Absolutely. And we're getting back to it. And, and that's the thing, you know, because you and me, we are posers about most things. I mean, the, the grunge rock <laughs> genre, first and foremost. I mean, we, we weren't alive. I and mean, we were posers, we're phonies, we're sellouts, you name it. We are not any of those things when it comes to our American football uh allegiances i mean this is this is from this is from the womb basically or thereabouts you know and uh you stick with them in the good and you stand by them in the bad you know i'm sure there's a lot of listeners that um that don't like sports and they don't understand it because and that comes with sometimes that comes with uh certain uh i don't know i don't want to say but yeah so people just don't like sports i'll put it this way to be a good sports fan is the same thing as if you're a Pearl Jam fan, you're loving Pearl Jam when they put out verses and they put out 10, but you stick by them when they put out Backspacer. <laughs> <laughs> they put out, they put out, uh, you know, the no codes of the world at the time. I mean, you gotta, you gotta stick through them, stick with them through thick and thin. And, uh, you know, same thing when Eddie Vedder, you know, dyed his hair blonde for a little bit, you know, he's still, still an Eddie Vedder fan. You gotta, you gotta stick, you gotta have some, uh, some consistency mm-hmm. there, you know? And you know, you know what I really love about sports, and I, I've obviously we've been a part of them for a long time. But as a fan, I, I love, I do like the emotional roller coaster that it brings you. I mean, it's kind of hard to find that in other places. Uh, just for you know, for no good reason, we care a lot about these things, especially when it's going on and and the bragging rights that come around with it. So um, I just think I, I just always love the like the the emotional ups and downs that sports gives you, especially for like something that's. I don't know. I guess quite irrational that oh, yeah, you get so exactly. worked up about. You but spend you know so That's... much time emphasizing and 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 you know getting high and going low with something that you have positively zero control and impact on. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's an element to that without getting too existential of you know whatever kind of spices up your day and whatever gets you through the day. And uh, you know, if it's going to be getting excited and yelling at the TV for yeah. a little bit, I mean, there's exactly. there are many worse things that I could have chosen. Exactly. Like being, being passionate about something is, is important. So I don't know. I love it. I love sports. I'll be watching a lot of football um, when I go home with my brothers because yeah, we get to be excited and and be, you know, and trash talk to each other. So uh, Chris, do you partake in any, any Thursday morning, Thanksgiving day football? And do you, do you meet up with the guys and play? So um, I don't. And actually, um, 
where I grew up, uh, the state that I grew up in, um, all of the high schools play football on Thanksgiving. So I grew mm-hmm. up, you know, going to the games. And then when I went to high school, I ended up playing in the games. And they were either – there were a handful of them. It would happen Wednesday night, the night before. But most of them were Thanksgiving morning. So, you know, I would get up. I'd have to be at the school at, you know, 6 in the morning to, you know, start to get ready or whatever, get taped up, do the final, you know – meetings or whatever then you go you go play a game and then you get home for thanksgiving dinner so uh, i've never partaken in any uh you know any any uh impromptu pick up football games because at the time you know i played and then you know um pretty much everybody just goes to the game so my high school no longer plays um they no longer play on thanksgiving so i do have some free time in the morning so maybe maybe this is the year that i i get out there and, and tear an acl in the name of yep. some good fun. What about you? Or I, 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 I have a feeling you probably get out there. I, I haven't in the past couple of years. There's, all, there's a standing invitation, and uh, first the local, like right down actually where I went to elementary school. But yeah. I've always been afraid for other yes. athletic endeavors. That this was it's me just, in college. I couldn't do yeah. it because I was afraid I would get hurt. It's simply not worth it. Um, so maybe when I retire from athletics, I'll go back. But we do have a few people that that you know actually that participate in these oh, these yeah. said pickup games, and you know my cousins they always get up and play at, with the, their old guys, and it's pretty good. I think that some people still play tackle. Some people just do two hand touch. Depends on I think the demographic, but um, I don't know. I think I would get back into it. I really haven't played any pickup football in a long time, so I mean. Yeah, I haven't played any sort of super recreational sports in in a long time. <laughs> similarly, um, and the state that my body is in right now, I don't think it wants me to do any any such thing. Um, but it is, you know, it is funny. I think everybody, no matter where you are, no matter which holidays you're celebrating, you know, um, recognizing that you know, I'm certainly fortunate enough to you know have a family that um, you know is is around and the you know we have mutual, you know, respect, love and admiration for like, it's just no matter what holiday it is, you know, if you're, if you're fortunate enough to surround yourself with people that you care about, I mean, it's just, it's really the best time of the year. And it's funny, you know, um, obviously neither of us are particularly old, you know, we're in our mid to, well, you're late twenties now, right? 27. That's late twenties. Yeah. I'm, I'm still, I'm still in the middle. Uh, we're both, we're both closer to 30 than we are 20. Um, and I don't know, just like the older I've gotten, uh, you know, the more the more I enjoy the holidays, but it's specifically because of being able to spend it with, you know, the people that you care about. So that's that's my favorite time of the year, you know, favorite reasoning for why I like it so much, you know, more so than, you know, the food and the drink or the time right. off of work or whatever, being able to watch football. I mean, it's all, you know, it's like what, uh, what the great uh, Chris McCandless once said, happiness is most real when shared. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and I think that's, you know, that's not more evident than around the holidays. Yeah. I, um, kind of to build off of that, um, you know, the, without getting into the history of the actual holiday, I always kind of looked at it. It's just a really, it's just, I mean, you should be thankful all the time, but it is a good reminder and a good, like, you know, taking time, setting aside time to just be aware of what you're thankful for. And, and like you are, I'm very thankful for my family. Uh, two two brothers I'm very close with. I actually have a a brand new niece uh, that I need to go meet, so I'm very excited to go back and and get the uh, first addition to the family uh, since my sister in law was married in. But um, yeah, family I'm very always very thankful for this time. So and and you know family and friends because not all people have a good family that they're close to. But um, I hope that everybody has somebody special that they can be 
you know, just be appreciative towards um, because it's, you know, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to have in life. So I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm hoping that everybody can, can feel that during uh, whether it's this holiday or another holiday, the next one that comes up for, for you. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And um, it's kind of funny thinking about it. The reasons why, you know, in my personal life, why, you know, things or events or relationships are important to me is because of that, you know, that feeling of community and that feeling of belonging and just the comfort that you get from feeling that way. And, and I think, you know, when, when I am enjoying social media, which, you know, ebbs and flows, it's and when I'm enjoying running this page, which also, as we know, ebbs and flows, it's, it's for the same reasons, you know, it's, it's for, for that community and for that kind of sense of belonging and, uh, you know, kind of, obviously echoing all of those feelings that you have but just with the page too and and everybody who's listening you know we're thankful for you know you guys wanting to belong to this little thing and and wanting to be a part of it because uh you know we we want you to be a part of it and we're happy that you're here yeah i think that um like we said off camera we were kind of saying like you know when will ever feel like it's all worth it you know in quotes like is it all gonna pay off in some way but having having people that support and that want to like make things happen is what makes it all worth it um you know because i'm just like me living in alabama and and training with a group having a coach and having a a support base that is supportive of me you know training is is you know almost like more important than the actual goal and destination and then finding a job that I can work under that is accepting of what, you know, the schedule that needs to be a part of, like, I think we're both very thankful for our jobs that we're able to do things, um, and take time off when we need it. So, um, you know, it's, yeah, like you said, it's nice to be a part of a community or, or, you know, small groups that are are very supportive. That's like, that's, that's key, key for a, a, I don't know, happy life, I'd say. Absolutely. Um, so I have a question for you, Ethan. Do you have any, uh, it's time to roll away the stone if you have any of these, but do you have any kind of off the wall, strange holiday traditions that you carry on in your life, um, you know, around Thanksgiving or Christmas or is, are you, are you, are you fairly standard? I think that we're fairly standard when it comes to traditions. Like I, I say like not off the wall, like every year we always, we always watch a Christmas story on Christmas Eve as a family, um, I think one thing that is a little off the wall is like I, I've I've always been told that Santa is not real. There's never oh, a time you were, my... you were not you were not raised with, uh, with oh, Chris no. Kringle, huh? Oh no, my my father he he's like why would I why would I have my kids believe that some random guy is taking care of them? Or <laughs> he's like I'd rather I'd rather it's them very know grunge that... of him to go against Santa. He's he's like I'd rather them know that they have a loving family that you know what I mean. And like yeah. so I've always like he's just like no I'm not you know so he's never we've never believed in Santa and he made it very clear. So like I I never was heartbroken because I never believed in it. I think that's the tip when people believe in Santa Claus and then they don't. That's where the heartbreak people come comes down in. at different degrees of pain. So I have a question so for you. I'll, I'll, no, my kids, my kids are. They're not gonna. They're not gonna know, huh? No, I don't think so. I don't. I don't. I don't. Th- no, I don't. Th- I don't see the point. You know. <laughs> so my next question off of that is, <laughs> you were, you know, you came into this world, and from the second you were conscious, you you were told that there was no such thing as Santa. 
how was it going to, you know, first grade, second grade as a as a non-believer in Santa Claus and everybody, all your classmates are probably going ape shit for for Santa. And, you know, you guys are writing your lists and then you come back after Christmas break. and Everyone's talking about what Santa got them. Like, how how did you play that? Did you just kind of let them have their let them have their fun? And you were just like, they don't know yet. Right. If, if I can remember correctly, not not trying to make myself seem like a badass. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I just let them have their fun. I just, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't spoil anybody's parade. You've been such an think, asshole if you spoiled it for them. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, 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 dude, I couldn't help but just ruin everybody's day. It's not. I wasn't that guy. I wasn't that guy yeah. trying to to steal the show and let everybody know that it's not real. Also, but, I just realized we're taking a, a little bit of a gamble even talking about this because I'm. I'm not aware, but there may be some, <laughs> there may be some young listeners of the Grunge Bible podcast out there who still may believe. In which hey case, man, I'm I'm sorely sorry for that. But the time has come. If you're so you you're listening to this listening, podcast, you know, <laughs> not listening. So you grew up uh, believing in in Santa Claus and everything. You know, yeah. cookies and milk. Yep. Yeah, and, we used to put midnight. cookies and milk out for Santa, and then we I, we used to even do the. Um, uh, that's just another thing to get you to buy something that you don't need. But they they used to sell like reindeer food. <laughs> they used to like put it put it out in your driveway or whatever, and like we'd go outside in the on Christmas morning, and be like, "Look, the reindeer food is gone." I guarantee you, it was just like my mom with like a dustpan or whatever picking that up and taking a bite out of the cookies. And you know, I mean, same thing with like the tooth fairy. Like mm-hmm. it was a transactional thing. My parents like I, I would lose a tooth and I'd give it to them and they'd give me a dollar. And it yeah. wasn't like I didn't put it underneath my pillow because we might lose it or something. Exactly, you might lose it. Or what if you? What if the kid wakes up when you're making that transaction? I mean, that's a that's a high stakes game. Um, yeah. So I, I was I was I was very normal in that regard, or, or not normal um, because I don't want to imply that one's not normal, but very uh, very standard, very uh, predictable, I guess, in that regard. Um, and I I think it was one of those things for me, um, you know, because I definitely had some classmates I think who held on to the Santa thing a little too longer than was probably socially acceptable. Um, but I, I think, you know, I came of age and I just went up to my mom once. I was like, Santa Claus is not real. And she was like, is he not? And I'm like, no, there's no way he's not. And she was like, well, do you want to know? And I said, yeah, like, I want to know. I know he's not real. She's like, all right, fine. He's not. And I was like, he's not. <laughs> she was like, you just said that he wasn't, but you know, it was, it was certainly, certainly no problem. And, and I think, you know, as you get older, the uh, the meaning changes, and it's not about what you get. You know, it's about it's about the people that you can be with. So, and in that moment, you killed Santa Claus. I ki- I was a I was a murderer. I killed Chris Kringle. Uh, I killed, you him killed in cold Chris blood. Kringle that day. Because yep. until that moment, he was alive. He was he was out there. But then, yep. think Chris, Chris, Santa Claus dies. He must die millions of deaths every single year with kids aging out of the whole Santa thing. Yeah, dude, it's a pandemic sounds it's like it's a terrible safe you know i yeah wow how about you any any traditions any anything that is really you know no you do something weird we're pretty you don't do any like holiday runs do you no well i'm not i'm not one of those um although i I'm, i'm i would be open to it but i certainly wouldn't be like let me go let me go register for this thing of my own accord but um there's one kind of strange thing that occurs thanksgiving morning so my family we have uh we have this group of family friends who uh they've been friends for their entire lives they're you know probably in their 60s now and every single thanksgiving morning um one person in this group has you know friends family whoever 
over to his house for like a nice little get together. But it's not like a breakfast and it's not necessarily a part. Well, I guess it is a party, but it's not a breakfast because it happens at like nine o'clock and it's just kind of like you can bring like a box of donuts or whatever. But it's you drink when you go. But the one condition, the only drinks that you can have there are shots. So you walk in and this guy whose house it is, he's standing at the door and he will give you a shot glass and you will just carry it around for your the duration of your stay. And this then is Thursday morning? Thursday morning, Thanksgiving morning. So we go, wow. we go, you take shots, which which can be kind of tough at nine in the morning, you know, nine thirty, especially depending on, you know, who decides to fill you up or what or you're what filling you it up did with. The night before, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, you hit the hit hit the hit the night game followed by a morning game. That's can be kind of tough. But um I yeah. always thought, you know, when I, I went to this when I was a little kid and um at the time you don't understand what shots are. You don't understand why all the adults are yelling and why, why like this dude is like hugging everybody or whatever. And I just always thought it was strange and like why Chris Kringle has his shirt off in the back. <laughs> yeah, it's like super strange. So you'd walk in and like someone would yell to my mom like, "Hey, come take shots with us." And I, I didn't know what that meant when I was six or seven. So you just went and watched TV with the other kids in the living room or whatever, and you have a donut or whatever. And then as I got no older idea. and I became aware, and finally when I was able to partake, it was a very special thing because i was given my shot glass and i could toast to you know whoever came in the room or whatever if you you could just walk up to them and be like hey like to thanksgiving yeah exactly yeah. it's just about being merry with the people that you care about um so that's um it wouldn't be it wouldn't be strange if it wasn't for the fact that the only form of uh ingestible liquid that is available basically are you know Straight. are shots you know yeah. obviously water or whatever you can bring whatever but <laughs> Um, it's just like if you're drinking, it's like you you drink shots there, and it's it's just a strange tradition. Um, but I'm very excited to take part in it. It didn't happen last year because of the pandemic, but this year uh, it's back on. Wow, <clears throat> that's that's amazing. Yeah, that's something I grew up in a, in a house that we we didn't. I mean, we just never had alcohol, so I didn't. Right, I didn't mine, mine didn't really either. Yeah. So when I when I heard that you know people you know really drink on like Christmas Eve or Thanksgiving Eve or oh, Thanksgiving yeah. Day and stuff. Kind of, kind of, it kind of caught me off guard. Kind of shocking. I, but then I became an adult and I realized why people do stuff like that, <laughs> and it made a lot more sense. So now, I mean, it's. Uh, are you more likely? Yeah, are you, are you more likely to? Yeah, I guess wake up and go for a run on Thanksgiving morning, or wake up and, uh, you know, get a glass of water and cure your headache from the night before because. <laughs> Yeah, I so, have, I have, I have, I really, I really enjoy seeing all my friends on uh, the Thanksgiving Eve. That one, that's become like, yeah, that's just good fun. That's just that's good the stereotypical, back. like that's the one night a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think yeah. it's because of what I mentioned earlier, just like everybody being away for school, everybody kind of moving away. It's the first time kind of being back. And we're both from, I think, smaller, smaller towns around big cities. So it feels like everybody from the small town is back at the local Irish pub. And we're, uh, yeah, I don't know. I look forward, I look forward yeah, to it. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And, and especially, I mean, that night was, there was not a night in my life, you know, with my friends that was better than that when I was in college, because we would all get back, we'd all fly in that afternoon and then we'd all get together and, you know, share stories or catch up on what was going on and everything. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Generally speaking, I try to get up and Adam on, on Thanksgiving morning, uh, you know, whether to, you know, start off on a good foot or a tone for what I did the evening before. But, um, yeah, it's just, uh, 
that's the other thing too is like you, as you get older it becomes less about like what you're doing and, and and more about who you're doing it with so i mean i've i've done you know i've gone out with my friends to the the, the local irish pub where every other 20 something in the state of rhode island is as well you know and doing that whole thing and you can't hear anybody just as i've gone to like a, a quieter place and just kind of hung out and caught up with mm-hmm. some people but you know it's it's one of those things, um, you know, if, if, if you're with good people, no matter what you're doing, you're going to have a good time. And that's my favorite thing about um, the Wednesday night, the Thursday morning, the dinner itself uh, and everything that's to follow. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Are you going to be uh, are you going to be doing any mad shopping uh, Thursday night into Friday Fuck morning? Black Friday. Uh, you know what? There we go. I'm mad. It, guys. <laughs> I'm upset. We, the right, entire Chris, you concept have, of you Black have, Friday. You have the floor, Chris. Give us your best. <laughs> give us, just let's rail on Black Friday. <laughs> I just don't understand it. Um, you're not going to get that much of a deal. It's all it's all psychology. It's all marketing. They're all just trying to get you to have this sense of urgency that doesn't really exist. And they do an incredible job at it because they're paying a lot of people to create it. Um, I just I just don't think it's a bit. You will never catch me out at midnight on Friday morning on Black Friday standing in a fucking line to get $15 off a television or something. It's just it's not worth it. I'll stay at home, especially now with the Internet. You have no excuse. You don't need to go out, especially all these fucking crazy people that will fight you over over like the because that's what they do. They only they only they're like, hey, here's this TV for cheap. But they don't tell you they only have seven of them in the store. <laughs> So, you know, next thing you know, you get number eight and number seven, you know, reaching for it at the same time. You get like a Frank Costanza type situation where, you know, they come to blows over it. And that's just um, it's not it's not what I'm about. It's not what I believe in. Uh, And I, you know, yeah, you know, I'm going to say I I judge people who who make like a big event of it. You know, if you're just going out to like fuck around and like be like, holy shit, look at all these people. They're, they're, they're nuts. That's yeah, fine. Watching. And you can do that. But you know, if you're, if you're going out, like I need to get stuff today because it's, it's not that much cheaper and it's not worth the aggravation. hundred percent. And people, and it keeps getting early and earlier. Now you, you go Thursday night, the deals start Thursday night. It's I'm terrible. And you're right. You, they, they just have limited supply. So the people, they don't actually lose you don't money. Get anything you, anyways. You, you go, you go to try to get a TV and you end up getting a waffle maker, even though you don't you need know what? one, you, know you feel like me- you're going to buy something. You know, it really grinds my gears, Chris. What's that? Let's hear it. When you when and I don't even I've actually never been a part of uh, a corporation or something to do this. But if I were to work for somebody and they and they say Black Friday is mandatory to work that I'd have to be there, I'd be like, hell no! Like one, if if I'm if I'm taking off, I'm taking off. I, I don't like, like this that. job when people is are not like, for me. <laughs> when people are like, I I need to work. There's no way. Like I'm. I'm like, but you're in the accounting department. They're like, all hands on deck. Everybody needs to be there. It's like, it doesn't matter if my hands are on the deck. I have nothing to do with this crush of people. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, screw that. I, I just, I'm, I'm with you. I think that it's, it's totally overblown and, and a big. It's you know it's almost as bad as uh, Valentine's Day as a holiday. Oh my God! It's all it's all just it's all just just, uh, creations to get you to spend more money. And another thing too, like. This is where I think I, I differ from our parents' generation and certainly their parents' generation. I don't really I, – I try to be very responsible with my money. I don't spend on, like, stupid shit or anything. But, like, when it comes to certain commodities or if it's something that I need, like, if I have to fill up my gas tank, like, I'll go to the gas station that I go to. The price is what the price is. So if I need a television, if it's if it's $229 or $189 – the price is what the price is. Like if I need it at the time, I just, I don't, I don't value saving, you know, an hour's worth of wages, um, you know, over spending 
a couple of hours in a line or something or just the aggravation to chase around. It's like those people that drive all over town to get gas that's two cents cheaper and they blow like six gallons <laughs> doing it. But don't worry because they stuck it to the man. Like I just I don't I don't believe in that. I don't I don't I think it's I think it's stupid. And that's what they want you to do. They mm-hmm. want you to do it. And, and I just I, I'm just not here for it. I won't stand for it. Mm. Uh, so anyway, yeah, we're going to have a Black Friday sale for our merchandise. 20 percent. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if anything, so, we're going to raise yeah, the limited, price. Shame on you got, for coming to our website on that day. We got, yeah, we got a limited offer. Yeah, use use promo code Grudge Bible for an additional attack on a 20 percent <laughs> or a Lim- Black Friday sale. Limited edition uh, fuck grunge Bible shirts. There's only six of them available. Can we make uh, one of those, Chris? I think we can, yeah. I think that we should just, make, just say, you know, fuck grunge Bible or this is not grunge or I don't know, something like fuck that. Fuck Chris and Ethan. Fuck them. That would sell. You think it would? Yeah, it's ironic. Why not? Everybody <laughs> loves irony. Oh, man. That's good. I feel better now that we talked about Black Friday. Uh, I don't feel better. I feel worse. I wasn't thinking about it. And then now you've got me. Yeah. got me thinking about it and now it's now it's going to be here you got to deal with all the ads on television and on yeah. on twitter phone, and whatnot my phone probably just heard me so now i'm gonna get tv offers yeah we're gonna because get it's email gonna, blasts i fucking ads are gonna pop up it's terrible oh man we need all to talk right. about something a little better as we wrap up and i think um you know i got obviously one. there are a lot of christmas songs but Thanksgiving, okay. are there any songs for you that, that go hand in hand? There's two on the top of my head that I can think of that are Thanksgiving songs for me. I'll I'll, I'll let you lead it off because I think there's one uh, there's one that's close to you and there's close to many. Of course. And I think that, um, you know, we're we're both on the same page for this one. It's actually been we, we send it to each other each Thanksgiving. And um, I'm not I'm not even exactly sure. You probably have more of the history behind it than I do, but. Uh, Alice's Restaurant Massacre by Arlo Arlo Guthrie is, for whatever reason, I I, I guess it's about a Thanksgiving scene, correct? I mean, it. So the song's like twenty six minutes long. Yeah. It's about it's about everything, but I think it's um, it like the events that they're talking about happen like on Thanksgiving night or something. But for some, it's been associated with Thanksgiving, you know, since the dawn yeah. of time or since it was yeah. written. And I remember my like a few like probably like five years ago or something like my dad would bring it up because he loves music and loves the like you know names and titles and, oh, yeah. and you know he loves doing weird stuff like making his own playlist that's you know three days long but um yeah he was like send this to Chris and I was like why and I was like <laughs> and he was like for some reason he was like he's like just send it to Chris I bet you he knows it or something like that and I sent it to you and you were like. You know, HH brother, you're and like, I this fucking is, knew it. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're like, I love it, dude. I, I love this song, or you know, it just, and then it became an inside joke. So, I mean, there's no real. Uh, it's just, it just became one of those beautiful, uh, weird inside jokes for Thanksgiving uh, between the three of us. Yeah, and, and but yeah, it, like you said, it is connected to Thanksgiving uh, historically, I guess. So yeah, it's funny because I, I don't know any other Arlo Guthrie songs. Um, <laughs> Uh, but I do know it's really funny. I, I don't know if anybody else knows any Arlo Guthrie songs because this is seemingly his most requested song to play live. I, I think he's retired from performing live. But as the years went on after he wrote it, he would talk about the fact that every 
like before every Thanksgiving or before every concert where he was going to play it, he had to relearn the lyrics and study the lyrics because there's just so many of them. And it's like I said, it's like 20 minutes long. So you're not going to mm-hmm. remember that. So he would have to relearn the entirety of the song. And, and I'm sure that's got to be a difficult thing to remember. But yeah, that's definitely one one that sticks out for me um, is uh, is something that's important to us, a, a band that has been important to us. Uh, and that uh, is the yes. band. The Last Waltz, which took place on Thanksgiving uh-huh. night, 1976. But out of the entirety of the concert, my favorite one, the one that I always try to listen to on Thanksgiving night is the finale. It's uh, everybody who was there. I mean, they had they had Bob Dylan. They had Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, Van Morrison. Uh, Ringo Starr was there. Dr. John. They had Ev- Muddy Waters. They were all there. They all got on stage to sing I Shall Be Released, mm-hmm. uh, which is a really, really fantastic song. It's one of our favorites. But my favorite thing about that performance is Neil Young made it to the show. So Neil Young, I think the night before had just finished like a four show run on the East coast. I think he played like Boston, New York, and maybe one of those places twice. And he found out that the, the band's final show was going on. Um, and being a Canadian himself, uh, you know, he decided that he needed to be there to support his friends. So he flew across country, totally sleep deprived. So as the legend goes, uh, before he gets ready to go on stage, he he needed a little support to make it through the show. I think he performed Helpless, and um, I think he just, you know, accompanied various musicians for other songs. But he decided that he needed some cocaine. So he so he mm. did um, at least at least a little bit of cocaine, but I'm, I'm assuming it was probably more than a little bit because what happened was um, he goes out on the stage, and this is very well documented, by the way. He goes out on the stage, and he still has, like, a rock of cocaine, like very visible in his nostril. Like it didn't, it, it didn't make it all the way up. And like, it's just, it's just hanging there. It's very visible. So when they made it into a movie, Martin Scorsese made the movie, they had to digitally edit and digitally cover this like cocaine rock that was just dangling from Neil Young's nose the entire time. And it doesn't make any difference because if you look at the man, I mean, he is, uh, the concert took place in San Francisco and and he's not in San Francisco for this thing. And, um, uh, during the version, (laughs) during, during the performance of, uh, I shall be released at the end, he's standing there, I think between Bob Dylan and Joni Mitchell and Neil is just standing there staring at Bob with this, infatuated smile on his face and, and Joni Mitchell's next woman. And, and like, everyone's just kind of like laughing because Neil was, uh, the lights were on, but nobody was home at the time. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I think that's a, that's a great story. Obviously that um, is, that's, I'm, I'm really glad that you brought that song up. That is important. Yeah. And that is, um, oh, and that's, that's always a good one to hear back. Yeah. It's, it's a great story, but the performance is even better. I mean, they it had, yes, I mean, that was such is. an incredible band and, and uh, Richard Manuel took, I think the second verse. And by that time, his voice had, uh, had suffered considerably. So he wasn't able to hit the falsetto like he normally could, but man, they were a talented group of musicians and just the, uh, the brain trust of musicians that were on the stage that night, as I mentioned, was just, you know, it's not often that, you know, people like that, um, all get together and perform together. So, I mean, that you can probably count on maybe one or two hands, the amount of time, something like that's happened. So that's super cool. Uh, And that happened on Thanksgiving night back in 76. So I always, uh, you know, pay my respects and give it a listen on Thanksgiving. Well, I think that there's also, I think there's one more thing that we need to, that I almost, almost forgot, but we cannot leave out this song. 
and more so this performance because it as well happened. We actually have the 20 year anniversary today. On the day that we're recording this. <laughs> On the day they were recording this, and you just posted about this, but you said, uh, Creed took the stage of the 2001 Cowboys Thanksgiving Day game for an unforgettable unforgettable performance. It's absolutely legendary. Um, and <laughs> I love what you wrote. You said, and what many music historians have referred to as the pinnacle of the grunge rock era, Creed tears into a three-song mel- uh, melody uh, medley of Higher, My Sacrifice, and Don't Stop Dancing, leaving the attendees speechless and marking as inferior any live performance that preceded it. And Chris, we've talked about this. I, I think this is the third time we've talked about this on the pod. At least we I know we've yes. done it once, maybe three times. But um, you know, it's just it's just an iconic I mean, I'm I just wanna be I really wanna teleport back and be in those stands. Really so I can see the guy uh, you know, fly through the air with the uh the you know, with no support just Whatever sort of acrobatic routine that was, I need to learn about why it was able to happen. But it's so funny because looking back, how ridiculous that video looks, I guarantee you everybody watching it didn't think it was that ridiculous because one, that was popular music at the time. Number two, those types of um, displays were very like, I think that was something that that they just used to do then as a part of a show. It's so funny because it really wasn't that long ago. And you think about, you know, that was halftime performance now and, and, and like this past year and the Thanksgiving, the Cowboys Thanksgiving Day game is a huge game. And they had they had Scott Stapp and Creed out there laying it down. And now, I mean, we get the weekend or we get, you know, Maroon 5 or we get, you know, any of these these other bands, which I mean, they're all they're all fine in their own right. But it's just funny how quickly things change in, in, in not a whole lot of time. But yeah, that one is one for the ages. And uh, I'm I'm obliged to say this, that uh, during the performance, uh, as I've said before, when we talked about this on the show last, um, Mr. Stapp is wearing a number 11 Dallas Cowboys jersey with his name on it. And the reason apparently that he wore the number 11 jersey is because he had two number one hits to his name. So I guess one plus one equals 11. <laughs> Absolutely amazing, uh, you know, lore behind the story. I, I I, I commend Scott Stapp for for thinking of that and doing that. It's Absolutely. Incredible. So maybe maybe it's an order. Maybe, maybe I'll I'll fire out a, a grunge Bible Thanksgiving Day playlist, and it'll have a. We'll lead off with Alice's Restaurant. We'll hit that. Uh, Hire my sacrifice, and then don't stop dancing, and then we'll, then we'll then we'll cool cool down with a nice slow burn of I shall be released. I mean, there's really. I, there's really nothing all, else you need more than that. I think I'm going to put all three of those on the uh, songs of the week too. We might as well just. We might as well fuck it. We can do what we and want. I like it doesn't that. have to I love, just be two. I love the five song playlist. Put that out. Mm-hmm. That's really good. One time, Dave Dave Grohl put out a playlist and like there was like twelve songs on it. I don't know how incredibly you know uh, how much time he put into picking them, but like you know people were like, oh, Dave Grohl picked these songs, and it was ten. It was kind of nice. It was just a playlist, and uh, you know he's a tastemaker. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, and in a way, I guess that's what we are. But uh, yeah, so I think um, so. Do we have do we have five songs of the week this week? Absolutely, do we do? We have already five added songs Alice's. of the week. So look so, at that, everybody. We finished the songs of the week segment before we even really noticed that we started it. Um, so I, I don't mean, really you were going to anywhere were, else. Yeah, you were going to use Alice's Restaurant, correct? I totally was, and if and, yeah. and if you had chosen it before me, I had I shall be released on deck. Perfect. So. Uh, and, 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 that's, and we all and need that's a healthy a really helping of Creed. Song. Yeah. It is. Yeah. 
I would say I don't know if we have any Creed songs on the playlist yet, so this is good. Well, that's about to change this week, so uh, we're really happy about that. Uh, wherever you may be in the world, whether you're celebrating a holiday this week or not, uh, we hope that your week is going fantastically well. And uh, we really appreciate if you're still with us, you know, your attention and and, and your presence here uh, as a listener of this show and as a contributor by that presence. Um, you know, as the show's gone on, this is our 37th episode, as you can tell by now if you're here. Um, you know, the subject matter bounces around quite a bit. And in some weeks we get really into the music and, and, and the grunge that, you know, relates to why we started this whole thing. But other times, you know, uh, it's just really nice just to kind of chat and um, not really take things too seriously. Not that we ever really do, but um, yeah, just just kind of chat, relax a little bit and just, uh, you know, share some good discussion about different things. And, uh, you know, one it's a nice combo breaker. And number two, maybe it could be a good reminder that, you know, not everything has to be so serious all the time and whatever you're dealing with in your life. And sometimes it's just, it, 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 it does more, more good than harm just to throw it back, throw on some Creed and just, you know, shoot the shit with your friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, so yeah, last thing, uh, like you said, if you take some time to be thankful this week, if you're watching football, or if you're listening to this podcast, and uh, Chris and I thank you again. Chris, I'm very thankful for you. I'm thankful for our friendship. And Absolutely. Uh, obviously, to be able to do this with you is great. But beyond the podcast and beyond the page, uh, I'm happy that you are a friend. So Yeah, me too. And shout out to Drew. Uh, I'm also happy that you are our friend as well. And I'll see you over Christmas holiday, not Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Yeah, no, same thing, uh, you know, to both of you. I think um, it's weird, you know, you, you meet people and, and, you know, you think you get down the road with your relationship or your friendship with them. And then you realize how different your life would be if you didn't know that person. And uh, that's definitely that can be said for, for my friendship with you. And I'm and I'm very, do you very think appreciative that, uh, of you. Where do you think our friendship would be if we never made this page? I don't know. That's a good question. Do you think that I mean, we kept really close with our sports. Uh, we have a few other friends that I don't know if it, it just. Yeah. Do you think that we still would have, even though I, I still think we would have because we were I really close. But I will say, um, and this appears to me as is something that's difficult to do. But I think we have done a fantastic job about having Grunge Bible and having our friendship, and not really having one negatively impact the other because there's been times where grunge bible has sucked and you know we haven't haven't been enjoying it so much but at the end of the day when when grunge bible passes away our friendship will still remain so but not the other way around if one of us goes down it's done it's done <laughs> it's got to be done it's got to be done yeah if i if we kick the bucket ethan i'm i'm not doing another thing if 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 you go down i'm not doing it and if i go down I don't want you touching Grunge Bible ever again. Sell it. <laughs> Sell it, man. Sell out. Sell out and buy a buy a vase to or buy a Folgers coffee container for the other person. Yep. Just like dump, in dump Big me Lebowski. in the bosom of the Pacific Ocean <laughs> as what you think my dying wishes may well have been. <laughs> oh, I'm glad we incorporated that little Big Lebowski. Yeah, I always have to drop a Lebowski reference. I think <sighs> that, a couple of that weeks. That podcast in a row. is coming. That podcast is coming. The Big it Lebowski is on its one. way. It's percolating. All right, Chris, I think it's time that we, we close down. Yeah, I think it's time we, we take her easy for all us sinners out there. 
and shall we shall be released. Uh, we're going away. Not sure what, if you'll see us on the page until this thing, this thing drops on Black Friday. Black Friday, <laughs> everybody. Here we go. So if you're out there listening to this on the way to getting your your TV, uh, I hope you. Th- I wish you the best. Turn the show off, unsubscribe, and <laughs> don't ever deal with us again. Yeah, and if you have similar thoughts to the Black Friday, uh, then you must subscribe to our podcast. All right. Absolutely. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Rock and roll. Be well, everyone. Take care.